Welcome, welcome back, beloved, to part two here at A Hope Kingdom Ministry, giving you food for thought. Our intention is to give you something more to think about. And what we're thinking about today, continuing with the question, did our Heavenly Father, Yahuwah the Alua, or to you some, to you, some of you, the Lord your God, create evil? Okay, we're going to pick back up right where I left off. I'm going to read that passage again. I want to end the second half of it, as a matter of fact, where, no, I'll read the whole thing again. There are a list of passages which show how Yahusha, known as Jesus Christ, died so that every person may have a chance for redemption. If Yahusha, who's called Jesus Christ, died so that everyone may be saved, and anyone who calls on the name of Yahusha, or the Bible says, of the Lord, will be saved. How can the wicked be made for the day of evil? Especially with the fact that Yahusha, called Jesus, said that the eternal fire where the wicked will end up was never created for man. It was created specifically for the devil and the fallen angels that followed him. And I remind you that you can read that in Matthew 25, 41. Now, beloved, the answer to our dilemma is found in the Hebrew word ma'ane. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. It's M-A with uh, exclamation mark hyphen, shall I say. A-N-E-H, M-A, A-N-E-H, Mane, translated as, I'll read, the answer to our dilemma is found, dilemma is found in the Hebrew word, Mane, translated as, everything for its purpose, all things for himself, and everything for his own. None of these translations capture the meaning of the Hebrew word mane. The literal translation of the word mane is give an answer to or response. So the phrase all things for himself should read like this. All things to give an answer to himself or all things to give a response to himself. In other words, everyone is responsible for what they do and will be called into account. They are accountable, even the wicked, for the day of distress. Now, I, I believe this passage makes sense in its context and with the wider context of Scripture. Like Proverbs 16.2. Turn to that. Man's ways seem innocent to him, but Yahuwah, Bible says the Lord, weighs the motives. Verse 3. Choose to commit to Yahuwah, Bible says the Lord, whatever you do. Now, this would make no sense if he was created wicked for the day of distress because he could not choose to be obedient. See, verse 3 again says, to man, telling you, choose 
You decide, you choose to commit to be obedient to Yahuwah or the Lord. Whatever you do, you choose to commit to him. So like I say, this wouldn't make any sense if he was created wicked for the day of distress because he could not choose to be obedient. Proverbs 16:4 verse uh, the verse 4 says everyone will give an account to Yahuwah, that says the Lord, even the wicked. Again, verse 5, the proud will not go unpunished. If they if they are proud, it is not because they were created to remain that way until the day of distress, but because they chose to remain that way. And they will be called to give an answer or reason in that day. The wicked, he created everything and everybody, but they chose to be wicked. Just like Satan. He was created perfect, beautiful, righteous, and he chose to be wicked. Let's read Isaiah, Yashiyahu 45.7. In the King James Version, it reads, I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, Yahuwah, Bible says the Lord, do all these things. Now, how does Isaiah 45.7 agree with the view that Yahuwah, you would say the Lord, creates wicked people to do evil. How does that agree that he creates wicked people to do evil? First, we have to examine the root word in the original language, which is Hebrew. The Hebrew language is rich in meaning, and a single word often means more than one thing. Yeah, words in Hebrew can mean many things, one word. We then consider the root meaning of the word used and the number of possible translation variants. To simplify this process, we can simply look at a number of common Bible translations, but a Hebrew concordance would be more useful. Now, I have a Strong's concordance. The Strong's concordance for the Hebrew word, and I have a a Strong's concordance here, and the Strong's concordance, (coughs) concordance for the Hebrew word ra, is used for evil, evil. They translated it evil, but the Hebrew word is ra. And it carries the following variants. It can mean bad, evil, distress, misery, injury, and calamity. The editorial decision of the King James Version was to render the word as evil. And this is basically where the problem or confusion lies. This is where everybody gets confused. Now, the NIV and the NJB translated it as disaster, while NAS translates it as calamity. The NRS chooses woe, while the NLT, a paraphrase, translates the word as good times and bad times. Now, you have to read the verse very well, and you'll see that our Heavenly Father, Yahuwah, who is called the Lord, is not saying he created. Is not saying he created, listen, created, past tense, evil. Because that would have meant 
that he created evil in the beginning along with the other things he originally created. Now, you go read through Genesis. When he says he created, he created man, he created, he, rec- he created the animals. He said, let there be light and the trees and, and the water and the fish and man. Um, is there, can you find a verse where it says he created evil? Because beloved, he hasn't created anything since the day of creation. Since he finished and said it is finished and he rested, he has not created anything. He has not created another human being, another tree, another animal. No, he gave us his word, which is a seed. He put the seed in man to reproduce. He said, be fruitful and multiply. He gave us the ability to multiply, to reproduce. You know, the seed in the fruit that goes in the ground, the seed in the man that when he, when it's planted in the woman, we have babies. There's seed in the flower. He put that in there, but he has not personally created anything. Since he last created, when he formed, we say he in the sixth creation, sixth day he created man, male and female, he created them and said, be fruitful and multiply. And then on the, they say after he rested, he, and he formed the man, Adam, and the woman called Eve. He hasn't done anything since then. Think about that. A lot of people don't realize that. When a new when a new tree cup grows, it's just obeying his word. His word. That is the original seed. The word. Hallelujah. Okay. Let me get back where I was. Okay. As I said, created is past tense. He said, you know, but rather he said, creates present tense it means at that time evil it's a different it's a lot different say he created evil than creates evil okay which in this case is all about the punishment that will come on his misbehaving chosen nation at the hand of king cyrus of babylon he's talking about his 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 children, Yasharal, what they call Israel, and his people. That's what he was talking about. And he creates for them punishment. He was punishment. You know, we, that was the old covenant. The new covenant, our Savior paid it all. But then in the old covenant, our Father did not play. So remember that. That's create, that was, he said, creates, but it was to chastise his children his chosen children. The real chosen children, might I add. Let's say, let me continue. But Yah did not create evil, but can teach us a lesson. See? And if he removes himself from someone, you got trouble, you got calamity, you got evil, because you're a sitting duck for Satan. You have no protection. You know, when they say teach us a lesson, like any parent, any parent will teach when they teach your lesson. But with the Father, if we repent and mean it, He is just and merciful to forgive and restore us totally. Like when we ask our parents to forgive us, they forgive us, you know? Beloved, we must read the verse carefully. First, there is the 
opposition of light to darkness. Then there is the opposition of peace to evil. But are peace and evil opposites? No, they're not. So the translation is kind of misleading and wrong. We know translating scriptures or spiritual books from one language to another is always quite difficult. And, uh, you know, I, I see it all the time here in Taiwan when I'm teaching the Bible, when I'm teaching scripture. A lot of times the Chinese translation is very, very different from the English. It has an entirely different meaning. Okay, the true word of evil should be thought of as adversity, affliction, calamity, distress, misery, disaster, or woe. All these are characteristics of the day of Yahuwah, which most Christians most know it as the day of the Lord, which by beloved is not the day of the Lord is not Sunday, not Sunday where they call a lot of people call that the day of the Lord. No, the day of the Lord, the day of Yahuwah called the day of the Lord is where his righteous divine judgment and wrath are unleashed. The day he comes back with the throne to judge. Hallelujah. For Yasharal, Israel, instead of wrath, there is only chastisement or nothing of Israel would remain. See, then if he had judged Israel, his people then, they would have been destroyed because they deserved death. They deserved punishment. They disobeyed him, started worshiping idols, burning their children to Molech, uh, you know, worshiping the goddess Rem, God, Remfem, and that star worship. I mean, everything that they weren't supposed to do. So they were chastised. He unleashed his wrath, wrath to chastise them. He creates, he, he did something to punish them because there were, he would not have a chosen people. They would have all perished because that was before Yahusha, before the Savior who came and paid for all of that, all of our sins. Okay. Peace in this verse isn't only a political matter. It is primarily spiritual. The opposite of peace is overwhelming sin or violation of the law. Now, those are, these are the opposite of peace. Normally, or some people say peace and war. <laughs> but we're talking about peace, <laughs> a different peace, inner peace. Normally, peace comes after divine judgment has been satisfied. So this verse tells us that Yahuwah, also known as the Lord, can create peace. And he specifically tells us how it is done. By unleashing his wrath, resulting in adversity calamity, etc., experienced by his people. Once they got punished and they got their behinds whipped real good, oh, peace came. They, they want to repent and change and turn around. 
when he took take his hand off of them and they and they are getting beat up and and enslaved and killed by Babylon oh they want to come back and and cry for peace to make peace with their heavenly father with their creator all right continuing notice the context i form the light and create darkness these are together for a reason light and darkness they're together for a reason darkness is merely an absence of light just as evil is the absence of goodness evil is therefore created if the evil is therefore not created but made through the removal of goodness in other words if yahuwah your heavenly father removes himself from you you have nothing but evil evil and calamity and if the light and yahusha is the light you take light away what do you have you have darkness so how does he create darkness by turning his back how does he create darkness by removing the light evil therefore is not created but made through the remove <laughs> made through the removal of goodness just as darkness forms when there is no light i want to read that again get this evil is therefore not created but made through the removal of goodness and who is goodness our father heavenly father is goodness if if it weren't for him we wouldn't know what good is he is goodness just as darkness forms when there is no light and yahusha our savior is the light of the world this is a real important concept concept to grasp beloved and it's practical for instance think about this You don't fight darkness with darkness, do you? No. You fight darkness with light. So don't you think it would be foolish to fight evil with evil that he create wicked for the day of evil? To to create wicked to fight evil? No. That would be foolish to create evil or wicked to fight evil. So I don't know about you, beloved, or um, my delivery, but you make it, you know, this is giving you food for thought, something for you to think about. You decide. What is your decision? What is what did you come uh con- what is your conclusion? That's the word I'm looking for. Did your heavenly father create evil? Now we know it's not written in the in the days of creation. This written in the scripture is not there and he has not created anything since the days of creation not one thing not one person not one not one apple not one anything So like I said don't let me influence you <laughs> you decide All right beloved I I wanted to do this because you know I had a loved one that was really 
arrogant. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I, I'm mad. I, you know, I'm, you know, in other words, I'm mad at God. You know I mean, uh, why would he do all this evil? Why he create this? You know, I'm, you know, I, in other words, like, I want to talk to him. He's got an answer to me. I'm thinking, who do you think you are? And I had to, you know, calmly explain, no, he did not create evil. Man brought evil into the world. If Adam and the woman called Eve had never, ever disobeyed him, there would be no such thing as evil. There would be no such thing as death. There would be no such thing as darkness. There would be no such thing as starvation. There would be no such thing as sickness nor sin. This is man's doing by being influenced and following after Satan or being obedient to Satan. Well, they say the serpent, that's the, and the serpent, believe it, beloved, I'm sorry. It was not a snake. It, it was not a, a crawling snake. What do they call Satan? Isn't he called the serpent? Mm-hmm. Mm, I'll leave it at that. All right, beloved. Thank you for joining us here at A Hope Kingdom Ministry, where we like to give you food for thought. And we really try to give you something more to think about. And I hope today it gave you something to think about, to really get to know your father who and what he really is. It's all right, beloved. Until we meet again, Yah willing, of course. Shalom. <laughs>